All right, ready? I'm Meredith. I'm Elise. And, and this is, is your 20s. Hi, everyone. Welcome to This Is Your 20s. My name is Meredith. My name is Elise. And we are here in St. Louis today. Yes, we are. Yes. We are currently in the only lifestyle fashion house, okay? If you don't know what that is, check them out. Shop Ambition on Instagram, check yeah. them out. Um, but today we have a wonderful, wonderful guest with us. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself, but a little background on our guest here. Um, big Tone, this is the Big Tone. So it's Tony been a long Dilly. time coming. Long time episode. coming. Yeah. So this yeah. episode was supposed to happen, what, in March? Yeah, in March, yeah. And so it's just COVID and everything, it's just been wild. So we're finally here doing this podcast. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. Um, what's your story? Where are you from? What do you do? Uh, okay, well, bet. Well, I'm from St. Louis. My name is Big Tone. Uh, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, born and raised. Well, raised in Arkansas and raised in St. Louis too. But um, I bodyguard for some of the top artists, top client, well, top artists that y'all see, entertainers. Uh, been doing security since the age of 24 for like 10 years now. So. So that's what I do. In a nutshell. <laughs> All right. He's not going to say, he's not going to brag on himself yeah, too much. Too but let me just tell you who Big Tone is. So Big Tone works with Smino, um, one of my favorite artists. Um, Nelly, you've worked with Solange, you've worked with Metro Boomin. Yeah. Um, just about everybody. Uh, some, uh, so Metro Boomin, Smino, uh, Solange, Layton Green. Uh, she's with Quality Control. Um, Tiffany Evans, um, Monique, uh, Wendy Raquel uh, from the Steve Harvey uh, show. Um, <laughs> who else? Um, a few passes. Corey Bush, the, uh, the senator for St. Louis. I'm, yep. uh, um, I work for her. Um, and other people as well. Like So it's just my cat of my, my portfolio and, and resume is long. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. It's refreshing to see someone like as as high up as you are be so humble like yeah so so little backstory on how this whole podcast came together um why we're here today uh as you know we preach in this podcast the universe works in very amazing ways so back in january over new year's i was up in chicago and i it was after a night out i'm pretty was it new year's eve or was uh, it i want to say around that time yeah. it was around that time but it's like 2 a.m i'm ubering home pretty drunk okay I my uber driver I believe you used the word hammer hammer yeah, yeah, yeah. hammer so, no. so anyway um <laughs> so I get in this uber the uber driver gets like a ding and is like hey do you care if we pick someone else up and I'm like I don't care like I love people let's go um we pick up Devante who is an artist signed with Drake I did not know that at the time I was showing him like some of my music that I had made not knowing who was in the back seat of this yeah. uber and he's like I'm actually going to a studio right now I was like Really? <laughs> so I was like, can I come? He's like, yeah. So we go to the studio. Turns out it's Classic Studios in Chicago, um, one of the top sh Chicago studios. And uh, sitting there is Big Tone, um, another artist, Alicia, um, just an amazing woman as well. I look up to her a lot, was there recording with Devante. Big Tone and I talked all night. Um, he made, made sure I got home safe and everything. And I was like, 
we need to make this podcast happen. So that was the story of how we met. I haven't yeah. seen you since then. It's, it's been, been a long it's, time. Man. Yeah, you've been yeah. traveling too. You've been going to LA <laughs> yeah. and traveling yeah. with all these artists. So yeah. Yeah, we back, well, we moving a little bit, but not as much. Like, but you know, we we still like doing shows and like well, I guess virtual shows. Mm. But <clears throat> I mean, I'm still there just for the presence. Yeah, <laughs> you know, some funny stuff. Basically. Right, right, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I guess this podcast is, I really just want you to tell your full story because it's going to, um, inspire a lot of people, but you can start wherever you want really. Um, just tell them what made you who you are today. Um, well, what made me who I am today, man? I, well, of course everybody knows, you know, we, everybody have a story of the streets, like, and we started off in the streets. It was a bad choice, but it was part of my journey, but um, I've always been a protective person by nature. So every time me and my friends would go out, um, I've always made sure that we was always good on protection. Mm -hmm. So one of my friends who was in a barbershop, um, uh, what was it off of? St. Louis Avenue and Grand at a Breeze Barbershop. And my homie Keelan and Church Boy and my homie Johnny, we was all having a conversation. They was like, man, why don't you get into security, bro? Like, you big, bro. You always make sure that we good. So I was like, Mm, nah, I don't know, man. That ain't really my thing, man. <laughs> but, um, but I tried it. I actually did it with Stewie Rock, uh, this guy named Jay Nick. Well, he was going by Jay Nick's at the time. And him and Future did a um, mixtape called um, uh, These Hooks Ain't Free. So, and the FDU, it was FDU and Free Band Game mixtape. So that was, they put that out. So they gave me a start with Corey B, Stewie Rock, the whole FDU okay. game. Uh, they did a show here at this club called The Loft. And I tried it out, and I actually liked it because I fell in love with it that moment because they were more interested in seeing me than an artist. They was like, damn, I want to see how big this bodyguard is. Who is he with? <laughs> and, you know, they were more so intrigued in seeing me. So um, so I got that. And then over, the over time, uh, Corey B started giving my, and that's my cousin, he started doing, uh, doing more parties here and getting more artists here. So... Then I started. Um, I started out doing security for him, and then we did uh, cash out. This guy named Pretty Tony, wow. um, Flocka, and Amigos, and two thousand when uh, Versace was popping. So I was their bodyguard for a while, and then they did that. Uh, then they came here, and then um, <clears throat> just took off from there. And I never looked back. I just kept doing security, like I kept doing bodyguard. But uh, of course, I was a club bouncer, but mm -hmm. that didn't last long. I just started taking off to being a celebrity bodyguard, like executive protection. Yeah, uh -huh. definitely. So what, shout out your uh, company, <laughs> your brand. So my brand is Dillard's Executive Protection. It's a company I started in 2015. Um, it's, well, we've been uh, we've been in business 2015, man. Been highly successful. Um, it's Dillard's Executive Protection, man. We're uh, getting a website going with, so we'll be having that live pretty soon and merch as well. But yeah, man, so that's what I do. I'm an entrepreneur. I own the dog grooming salon as well. No way. I'm I didn't sorry. even know that. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even, I didn't even uh, know that. Yeah. What's your, do you have any dogs? Right I now? used to. I had uh, two Great Danes, an English Bulldog, and a teacup Yorkie. A teacup Yorkie? <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'd love to see a picture yeah, of that. Yeah, I need to no. see a picture. It's a Just must. Like <laughs> it's a must. It's well, going to fit right in my hand. Like, yeah, these, right. Some of my friends, we on tour, like, because my hands so big, they named my hands these. 
<laughs> yeah also can we just like compare right we were doing this earlier like oh he was like God. he was teaching me the st louis l yeah, like, and i looked when he was like well my l's a lot bigger than most my, people say st louis like uh, in the whole yeah. l yeah no but That's thank so you for fun. inviting us to your city and showing sure. us yeah. your city i love st louis i mean we've had just such a good weekend here so far yeah so, so far it's been amazing it's been amazing and so. you have like a, a a circle around you it's very yeah. clear that the people that you you know surround yourself with are like family family yeah. yeah it feels like i mean we've been here for a few hours in this you know gorgeous store and it like from the minute we walked in we felt so welcome so yeah what it's is it love. yeah it's really all love like yeah. and that's what i honestly love about the music industry i'm like brand new to the music industry, but like seeing that connection and love, that's what music is to me. Music is love, music mm -hmm. is connection and connecting people. And so yeah. I think that that's a very good demonstration. And you need a team yeah. too. Like yeah, we're gonna so. talk about, you know, like what that team aspect means to you and mm -hmm. um, what that is. But yeah, thank you so much for oh, being for sure. here. Yeah. And Man, I appreciate y'all pulling up. Like I say, I'll, I'll surround myself around people that's great to me. And yep. I, I want to be just like them. It's like, yeah. okay, I wanted to change my, my whole light way of life and how I was living. So yeah. I just started surrounding myself around like the people that I wanted to be like. Right. And so they, they embraced me. So it's like I keep my circle small. Right. I have a large following, but I keep my circle small. Yes. Right. You know, yeah. So, and that's just how I always, that's how I always operate. Like I keep yeah. my, my circle small, but these people are go-getters and they life changes. Yeah. So that's how, that's how I operate. Yeah. yeah, that's you too. You really are. But <laughs> sure. tell me, before being in the music industry and being a bodyguard, what was your life? Like, tell me about childhood uh, or 20-year-old yeah. Tony. <laughs> uh, so I was an athlete, like a super athlete, played basketball the majority of my whole life. Um, I was a academic scholar um, at like sixth grade. I had a, uh, I wanted to be a meteorologist and a scientist. Wow. Um, and then I had a scholarship <laughs> to go to uh, this uh, school called the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Okay. And um, it was, uh, I was on the National Honor Society. Um, it was like some program for uh, like top honor students. Yeah. And yeah. I was uh, I was on that, uh, I think that was like around the world. Mm. And I uh, know in the nation and I was in the top list, so. Wow. Um, yeah, man, so I, 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 I was always into like learning I had a thirst for learning mm -hmm. yeah. and so play football play basketball and baseball but basketball I was pretty good at but football is what got me to that next level mm -hmm. um, 20 year old me I was able to go to college I was able to do see the world a little bit um, uh, graduated with top honors and out of high school I didn't finish college I left my sophomore year but I did pretty good went to Canada then came back to St. Louis Okay. Yeah, yeah. What awesome. were you doing in Canada? Football. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Where in Canada? Yeah, Edmonton. Okay. Yeah. So, so I was cool. just uh, trying to try out for the uh, football team out there. Didn't really make it. And then my heart wasn't in it no more. Once uh, the business aspect of football got in, got involved. Yeah. I was like, nah. I'm yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. College sports. I was a college athlete as well. I played oh, tennis really? and. Um, I wasn't obviously at the level that you were at. I don't think I played at yeah. a smaller school, but still, it's like the the amount of sacrifice that it takes when you're surrounded by an environment where everyone is kind of living their best life or like you know exploring what it means to be like a young twenty year old and getting all these like new exposure to things. It was 
it can be difficult. Yeah. There are a lot of times where I was like, why am I doing this again? Because yeah. I wasn't getting paid money. And then yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's hard to make those decisions when you're in your early 20s, too, for right. like the rest of your life, because you're like, I've been doing this my entire life. Now what do I do? Like, what's next? Yeah, right. exactly. That was a hard transition. Like, uh, like, okay, what's next? Like, what do I do now? Like, I'm so used to playing football. You're so used to playing sports. What am I doing now? Like, what's my next? Yeah. Let's go. I, I, I battled with that for like, Three years, I was like, man, what am I? And then by the age of twenty-three, I was like, I, I got to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. So then, <clears throat> that's when I got into, like I said, bodyguard. And but it wasn't an easy journey of getting to that point, though. Right. It wasn't easy at all. Right. Um, a lot of most, a lot of failures, a lot of mishaps, but you know, so we figured it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying I, I didn't give up though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the damn show. I ain't give mm-hmm. up. <laughs> yeah. You hear that? Yeah. Never give up. How Never do you like so what is a piece of advice you would give to someone who's maybe in a similar situation as you where they're like, I don't know what to do next like or they feel like they're maybe on the verge of giving up and obviously you didn't and look where you are now, like in in hindsight, what would you tell someone in the same position as you to do in order to like find that next step? Well, number one, I mean, I'm a spiritual guy. I, I believe in God. I pray. Yes, I, me you know, too. I talk to God. I have a conversation. So whichever way He may lead me, that's which way I'm gonna go. Uh, but I always pray. You know, lead me in a path that you see fit for me. And whichever yeah. way I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. Like, uh, and then I just trust in that, and I just go for it. But it was a scripture I always use, Jeremiah 29 and 11. It's mm-hmm. like, I, I read that every day. And, um, but my piece of advice is don't give up. Like, like you got, you know, that's the whole cliche of everything. Everybody say, don't give up, don't give mm-hmm. up. Right. But it's like, get get a mentor. I got a mentor. I, I surrounded myself around people that I wanted to be like, studied them, watched how they move, how, watched how they operate. Yep. And, and then I just started asking some questions, taking those what works for me. And whatever they gave me, I just started figuring out what works for me, what works yeah. for me. So then when I wanted to go into business, I already had a billion-dollar mindset. I just put that into action. So mm-hmm. it's like you gain the knowledge, you study it, you come up with a plan, and you execute that plan. You can't go wrong with a plan that you wrote for yourself. Right. <laughs> like, right. But some people, somehow they don't work out like that. <laughs> but I ain't never seen it. Like, I always... Um, I always made a plan for myself, and then I just executed. Like when I met, uh, you know, we we get into that, but it was I was gonna get into the backstory of how I met Smino, but yeah, um, that was actually know, my but, next question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess like yeah, what what's the story behind that? Was who was the first? Um, I guess introduction. What was the first introduction to Smino? Um, so Big Sean and Metro Boomer had a show here at this, uh, this club called the Pat. Well, the show venue called the Pageant. And Semino and my homie Sierra was pulled up backstage. I never Wait, met him. Like, no, no, not that. Okay. No, it's like his sister, like God's sister. So okay. I was like, um, <laughs> you can't just drop that. <laughs> like, it's whatever. I know, right? But, uh, they, uh, so they pulled up Metro. I never heard of Semino, never met him. But, you know, then uh, when Metro told me, Metro Boomer told me, he was like, I mean, this is uh, my homie Semino. Uh, and then Smino told me, like, yeah, we got a show. He has a show that following week. So I was like, well, I'll just stay. You know, on behalf, on behalf of Bominati, I'll just stay. So stayed, uh, did an amazing show. Like, me and my sister went, uh, my sister Brittany, she, we went to the show, um, and he, he put on an amazing show. 
And I was like, damn, I, I've been missing out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've been missing out. So then, um, so then he was getting ready to do the meet and greet after the show. And, but I'm a bodyguard, so it's like I'm already watching. Like I'm like, bro, who you with? Like you, you by your damn self? Like yeah. I got you, bro. I got you. So yeah. I told my sister go grab my uh, all my, uh, my 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 gear. And I always, I always had it in the car, always. So because you never Prepared, know, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yep. You gotta stay ready, man. That way yep, you yeah. gotta get ready. Feel <laughs> yep. So I had, um, so we changed clothes. I and then I been in security for him at the meeting greet. Then he had an after party. He was like, "Man, you going to the after party?" I was like, "Yeah, bro, I got you all night because I got you. It's on me." So, uh, so then the night that's when I met his brother Trail. Uh, all of them, you know, <laughs> he's in here today. <laughs> I met everybody. So. Uh, and that night, he was just like, man, bro, I'll rock with you, bro. You know, and then the following year, he had a show. I had just came back out of town, but I wasn't doing bodyguard. I had just did some training, you know, so preparing for it. Um, we just came back, found out he was in St. Louis. This is 2018. Um, found out he was in St. Louis, bought four tickets just to show support to my homie. Then I pulled up. Um, and then after that, they told, they told me about the tour and told me about the hoopty tour that they got coming up. That they gonna be needing me, so I was like, "All right, bet let's make wow. it make sense." And then from there, they just been locked in. History. When was that? Yeah. What year? Uh, two thousand. So when I met first met in two thousand seventeen, the following year two thousand eighteen, and the hoopty tour was two thousand nineteen. Wow. So cool. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, is like literally one of my favorite artists. <laughs> uh, I found him a couple Appreciate years ago. For sure. But like, it's like it was so exciting for me to meet you, and not only. Yeah meet you but talk to you all night like yeah, yeah. that night was so special to me I think about it all the time yeah. um, because just hearing your story was just so inspiring to me yeah. um, and I'm grateful that I already had had we already had had this podcast like yeah. where we're able to tell the story so yeah, yeah. yeah it's just yeah. it's just like a, a crazy uh, experience for me yeah. personally um, but I also I'm curious when when did you work with um, Solange and Metro Boomin? Um, were they kind of in between Smino or have you um, been purely Smino in the past couple of years? Well, the past two years, well, the past year and this year has been like fully Smino. Okay. Um, yeah. I met Solange in 2019. Uh, this was like June. We had to, and it's so crazy how that happened. Like, yeah, there's the story behind everything. This I I'm know. still surprised over that, but I had um, I met her. Uh, we had just missed, uh, we were supposed to do this show at, uh, in New York, and we had just missed the flight. Our flights got canceled. And uh, uh, Classic, which is uh, his manager, he called us like, yo, the, the flights got canceled. Like, we going to uh, go the next day. We're going to go there Saturday. So Friday, they were doing something in Chicago. It was some event going on. Um, Solange was in town. They called me like, yo, man, I need you to do security. Uh, are you up to do security plus Solange? I hung up. I'm like, bro, yeah. like, it's too early to be playing like this, man. So I hung up on him. So he called back. He was like, man, I'm not playing, bro. I'm serious. I'm like, all right, bro. All right. So when it set it up, so then he set it up, yeah. and then um, he set it up, and then when I when, she, when I showed up to the hotel, um, you know, it was like go time because I seen her now. I was like. Yeah. I was I ain't gonna lie, that was the first time I was like starstruck. Right. So um I was starstruck. I'm like, damn, I'm about to do security for some lines. Yeah. You know how I many like this is important point, like not saying everybody else ain't important, but this like, yo, this is salons, yo. Right. Yeah. So, um and then that, it just took off from there. And then um so when that happened, um 
it just was life changing. And yeah. I was with her the whole time. And then uh, it just was like off and on. So um, wow. it was just off and on. So yeah, so it was with Metro. Um, I was with Metro Boomin, uh, what, what, Karate Chop? But I mean, that's like my brother though. Like Metro is like, the blood came back is no closer. I've been with, been around bro since he was 15 years wow. old. Wow. So I seen wow. him grow from a boy to a man. That's like, insane. A young man to a grown man. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that, that's, that's my brother. Like, so I've been so, around him my whole life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I have a question about kind of the transition of going from, you know, doing, you know, wanting to do body, be a bodyguard and be in the, you know, security business Mm -hmm. and then finally meeting like Solange and meeting like these big names. Like for me, even, I'm not going to lie to you, like even being in this studio right now (laughs) and around some of these people, it's like, whoa, am I meant to be here? Like, am I meant to be talking to these people? And so I would love to just gain any advice that you have about how you kind of got past that initial fear of like I'm not supposed to be here maybe and really just was like this is who I am I meant to do this you know um kind of what that mindset shift looked like for you um well I never really it didn't hit, really hit me until 2017 uh, my homie Karan Bowden he was a mentor he's my actual mentor mentor uh Karan Bowden my big brother Kyle um they go by Q we got the shopping business yeah. Um, he was just like it was. It was countless other people. I saw. You know, if I don't mention your name, you know, I apologize. <laughs> but it was, but those two right now Whoop. are the people that popped in my head. Like, oh my gosh, um, his name, like I said, Karan Bolden and uh, Cal. So um, they just told me like, man, embrace what you're doing. Like, embrace this. Like, this is what you do. Like, you are present. Like, you are somebody of greatness right now. Like. Yeah. People look up to you when you walk in, when I walk around, people respect me. Like, I got to the point, and it's like, it just hit me. I've gotten to the point where my name is like valuable. Like, when somebody seen me in the club, they were like, damn, like, you got big time with you, bro. You must be important. And I heard it, but I, it didn't really register. And I was like, damn, did they just say that? And then <laughs> I got home, I'm like, damn, he really what? did just say that shit. So, because yeah. he said it in the post, the guy said it in the post. I just followed them just because I was like, that shit is crazy. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, man. That's, so. I mean, I honestly, like, <laughs> genuinely know, too, that, like, if you do everything with a good heart and you yeah. genuinely care about the people you're around, mm-hmm. like, you will get where you need to be. And that's what, that's you. Like, you mm-hmm. genuinely care about the well-being. Not only the safety and protection of others, but the well-being and how they are and mentally and you know like I really respect that about you I appreciate that that's why they're family that's yeah. why that you guys get so close it's like you are the glue for a lot of people mm-hmm. you know yeah not only just that too like I was I, I, I'm I'm a compassionate person yes uh, so I just want to like I, I put that out there to the atmosphere because I want it back and I yeah. give respect <laughs> I'm a man of integrity and respect you know so I carry myself as such you know what I'm saying so right. Uh, when I'm looking out for them, like, but with Smino, because I can use him for a prime example, because that's my, my homie. So it's like, I'm trust. He's trusting me to protect him, mm-hmm. so I have to show up, you know. Yeah. And you know, and and people don't value yeah. trust anymore. Right. So and they and I think that's a lot of people didn't really stop valuing life in general, but I value trust. If it, I, I'd rather give, I'd rather you trust me than to love me because I know the love is gonna come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'd rather you trust me because that is earned. That's a constant. And if a person trusts you, it's like you got their love. You right, know yeah, saying? definitely. But yeah. I mean, some people may look at it differently. But I, I just, I'm real big on trust. Like, yeah, I earn your trust, man. That's okay. Right. 
And I'm really big on that too. Like, <laughs> you don't have to like me, but if you respect me, you know what I mean? Like, I'm all love. I know, I don't care what your opinion is of <laughs> me. I know what I stand for and I know that I'm all yeah. love always. Yeah. You know? And I feel like you're the same way. Yeah, like, sure. Well, and I think like what you said, trust to me is like the the action of love does that make sense so it's mm. like love trust is love in action and yeah. so like you said love comes next and i think that that is extremely rare nowadays yeah. and then you had mentioned something about i mean just trust in general and i'm curious about how like that responsibility of like okay it is my job to protect this person what is that like? Is that extra pressure for you? Or is that like something where you step into that element and you're like, oh, I got this. You know what I, I mean? I feel like because it's like I'm comfortable in that aspect. Like I'm comfortable because I'm a natural loyal person. Yeah. And what I'm showing true, like true loyalty to these people because I'm putting my life on the line to protect them. But people mm. really don't understand how severe and serious my yeah. job is. It's like if some things pop off, I have to be, I have, they run away from the danger. I have to run to it. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah, and I have to insane. get my client out of the situation. From wow. Executing uh, plans to get out before he even step into the building. Um, I, I make sure that I go through our, every security measure. Like, I make sure I know where every exit sign is, what's the best way to get out of certain situations. I'm always thinking, uh, I plan, I'm always playing defense and offense against everybody inside the crowd. Mm -hmm. um, I'm making sure, I learned this from this guy, uh, his, his name is Shamir. Uh, I think I'm saying his name right, but he has this company called The Shadow Group. And it's a big time uh, uh, bodyguard career, a bodyguard company. Uh, I think he's based in Miami, but he, he worked with some of the top people. And him and this guy named Big Jizzle, and my, my he's not my stepdad, but he was a guy that I really looked up to. His yeah. name is Ben, uh, he's from St. Louis. and he. I, you know, that's how I got to start. And I always wanted to be like him. So it was like, yeah. I always watched how he operated. So I was mm -hmm. like, damn, like, this shit is fun. Like, he around all the big time stars. Like, you know what I'm saying? So after that, I was like, man, fuck it. I'm about to be the same thing, bro. Yeah. I'm about right. to be the same thing. So there's, oh, man, like, having a mentor is so <laughs> yeah, important. Yeah, there's power in that. Like, yeah, having so. a vision for what you want your life to be is the only way Sorry. you're going to get what you really were supposed to do in life. You know, like, that's really, really cool. Yeah. Well, and I think people underestimate the power of that, too. I think we live in, like, a day and age where everything is so through a screen, and then you, you forget that there's a village of people around you that are willing to, like, uplift you and support you. And most of the time, those people, if you literally just say, hey, I need help, or I'm interested in what you do, nine times out of ten, they're going to be like, oh, hell yeah. Like, let me show you the ropes. Yeah. Let me show you how it's done. I and, was once in your shoes. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I've learned, especially from Elise, is that, ask and you shall receive you never know like yeah. the power of an ask i'm yeah. kind of more of the out of the two of us we talked about like the balance thing but i'm more of the one that's like a little bit more cautious and elise is like let me just jump right in like let me take a leap yeah and yeah. i We're think good balance that way yeah i'm like sure. let's let's be safe while we take the I'm leap like, you know what it, I mean? like, <laughs> but i think it's no i think it's really important like and and it just goes to show it's in any industry in any aspect any career like having the willingness to just say like can i shadow you can i watch you do this it's like such that, a powerful, yeah. it speaks volumes. Yeah. So. That goes way further, way further, yeah. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, I have some questions uh, about, yeah. well, I kind of asked you like what you would tell your 20-year-old self, um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, kind of switching gears actually. Okay. 
From working with all these artists, what would you tell young and upcoming artists about the industry and about the spotlight, the lifestyle? Because you see both sides. You see them yeah. on stage in front of thousands, and yeah. then you see them behind the scenes. Like, what is the difference? Like, yeah, is it okay. is it mentally draining to be that person that people so many people idolize? Um, and I honestly, I I think they're in good hands to have people yeah. like you backstage. They need that. But yeah. what is what's your take on that? Um, well, it, the people. Well, I would just say with Smino, because I just use him for an example. Um, he's a well balanced person. Like he know how to be a superstar, and then he know how to be regular. But he mm. he's going to be a hundred percent who he is, yeah. on and off the stage. And you know, I've learned that from like you can't really tell him what to do. Like he's gonna do what he want to do regardless. And then he's gonna be there on time, but you can't rush him. Mm. You know. And I learned that like. Damn, like you got control of all of this shit. He, I, I, and I'm young, I'm older than him, but he's just a. I've learned. I, you can learn from anybody, no matter what age. But, um, <clears throat> but I just was like, damn, like you really control the crowd. Like this, it was it was a, a well balanced thing. But, um, you know, so that that's what I would say about that aspect, like being balanced. Like yeah. they're well balanced per people. Some yeah. and majority of the people that I work for, um, even with Metro, he's a well balanced person. Like really mellow and chill yeah. and on and off but you know when the lights come on you gotta go into this perform mode yeah, yeah you know? sure uh, but when they off the stage it's just like they just do the regular things that everybody else do you know chilling with the homies laughing and playing you know the yeah. whole time but yeah um, and that's about it well you know with that so, uh, wow. so balance. that yeah. lifestyle <laughs> is like honestly what the only thing, the only way I see my life being, honestly, just like doing what you love, waking up excited every day for what you love. And that's what we preach in this podcast. Like our mission is to help young people understand that they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. You know, like you should not live a life working a nine to five that you hate. You just shouldn't. Like if some people are meant to do that, yeah. that's, yeah. they're happy. And cool. that's okay. Like, and that's just, okay. No, that's We're okay not shitting on a nine five, <laughs> obviously. I just want everyone to be happy. And I think yeah. society has told so many people that they need to have this construct of a lifestyle, go to college, get a job, and then work until you die. For some people, <laughs> that works. Yeah, like, that yeah. works. For me, that's, that's not it. for it Meredith, I don't know about and that. listen, I, I'll be the first to say, like, for a while I tried to convince myself that, that I was, like, totally well-equipped for that. I was like, yeah, like, I think Elise is more of the, like, free spirit, and I'm like, I could do that, I could do that. And then I, I'm telling you I had six months in quarantine, and I was like, lots of thinking. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I absolutely cannot do this. Yeah. My life. Right. It's not meant to just, yeah. you know, run on this rat race and yeah. just keep going and working and clocking in and clocking out. Like, right. yeah, yeah, it's not about the money. It's not about any of that. It's about, like, literally just being content in, in your values and who you are and serving the people that serve you. And right. And also versa. surrounding yourself with people who inspire you constantly and right. show you love. And I think you found that. Like, yeah. I think that's just something that a lot of people search their, for their whole lives. And yeah. it's just it's just really cool to meet people and meet you who are living that life, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, it's like, I mean, this is still a dream come true for me. Like, I still wake up like, damn, I'm like really uh, uh, a celebrity bodyguard. It's like when I walk into some places in St. Louis, they... Oh, they go big tone. Hey, can I take a picture with you? Yeah. Like what? Like that's, <laughs> that's strange. So cool. Yeah, but yeah. I take it anyway. Then I, you know, get them a piece of advice. Yeah, uh, but all every person that I always want to encounter in life, 
I leave them with something no matter what yes. it is. Like I try to get them some type of advice because that's, that's just who I am. It yeah. was done to me, so I'm giving it right back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of big homies, man. Like the homie that owned uh, Decon, Decon Records, uh, Big Ump. They call him Big Ump. Um, he was a big homie to me. Uh, my brother Cal, man, I, I, I talk about him a lot in everything I do because he was a big homie to me, like yeah. a big brother that I ain't ever had before. Uh, my yeah. mom, my dad, my you know uncles and, and stuff like that. So I had a lot of good people around me, but I learned that hustle from my mom, man. Like, my mama was a hustler. Yes, like, I love she that. She did her. Uh, she did her in front of the uh, in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying? She did her in the kitchen. I was selling plates, learning how to wash cars, like, every every client that she did. That's how I learned to hustle. Yeah. And, and I just knew then I wasn't meant to work for nobody. I was always right. meant to work for myself. Yep. Yeah. And I've been an entrepreneur yep. ever since. You feel me? There it I is. There it is. Also, Dylan and I, so Dylan does our sound and is uh, helping us this weekend. What up, Dylan? Shout out, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, Dylan. What's up, Dylan? But what you just said about leaving someone with a piece of advice, I think that's so powerful. We were talking about this yesterday. We had a really great day. We had also another great interview, and we felt very, like, uplifted and like we kind of leveled up when we were around her right, right, and like right. the feeling of being around people like that is such a special thing and something that made us realize like oh we're just going to chase that high for like the rest of our life <laughs> yeah. um yeah. but then i mean you said and this resonated with me the idea that like you can be that person that leaves someone else with that feeling like That's isn't really that cool. such a cool concept to think that like i could leave today and i felt like I was, for example, I feel very impacted, very like welcomed and loved by you, and I've just sure. met you. But imagine if I could make someone feel the same way. Yeah. I will do that. I'll chase that a hundred times before yeah. I worry about if it's gonna be the thing that makes me the most money, or you know what I mean. Like That's that is the purpose yeah. of why we're here. I think. Yeah, way so. more important. Wow, definitely. Ooh, I love it. Ooh. I I have another question for you. So. Yeah. And we met Q today, who owns this, again, this amazing, yes. gorgeous shop. And you told me that you had gone up to, like, can you tell me your story of meeting him? And I just yeah. think it ties back to, like, yeah. surrounding yourself with <laughs> specific people. So, yeah. So, um, a lot of people, a lot of people know, but a lot of people don't know that I was, uh, I was homeless 2010, uh, sleeping on the streets of St. Louis, actually, like, sleeping on the street. Um, then I was staying in a shelter at this place called the Larry Rice Building. Uh, so that was 2010. So it was like from two, July 2010 to the end of 2010, like October. Um, so, you know, that just, you know, there was a lot of growth in that. You know, I, I found out, I discovered who I really was as a person, as mm-hmm. a human, as a man for real. I had to really rely on myself and trust myself. Um, so... 2000, uh, two, the end of 2010 came, I found, I found the job, uh, and what's so crazy, I ended up, uh, I had worked, uh, my brother Johnny, uh, like, my god brother Johnny, uh, took me in, basically, like, he was like, man, you can sleep on my couch, bro, like, you can come here, so, off of that, he gave me newfound hope, like, mm-hmm. a, a new chance of hope, like, uh, so I was like, damn, all right, well, bet, I got hope now, like, okay, well, God, this is what you want me to be around, this is what's gonna happen. So that off of that off of that hope, I had a, a second chance in life. I feel like, wow, and after that second chance, uh, his, his our homie Renzo uh, uh, was dancing with Ciara and uh, uh, and married to Tiffany Evans, and I ended up uh, he was dancing. He was like, "Man, if you come down to Atlanta, bro, I got you. I got you." So man, Johnny went, 
and we drove. I rode with him. Johnny was moving down there, but I was just like, I was working at this place called CarQuest. I was like, man, fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> like, I called him like, yo, man, I ain't even coming back here. Like, I'm not even going to waste y'all time, man. So I ended up uh, going down to Atlanta with him, riding down there. We ain't know what the hell we about to get ourselves mm-hmm. into, but I was like, fuck it, bro. Like, see, we die, we die together, bro. I'm with you. So we get down there. Um, so uh, Renzo um, actually looked, hooked us up, and, you know, that night it was just like life changing. So then when I met Q, um, Q had a fundraiser at the Larry Rice building. He was feeding the homeless. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, bro, I, hey, man, I'm back in St. Louis, bro. I want to pull up, um, man. I, I, I can bring some water. So like, I mean, I, I wasn't really working like that. Yeah. Like, hell, I had just fucking really recouped from being homeless. So, yeah. um, so I dropped the water off, and he was like, "And this is our first time ever meeting each other. We ain't never like talked in person." So then, when um, when I pulled up, I was like, "Damn!" It just brought back an eerie feeling because I was just there, like I right. was just standing. There. Right. So then I was like, I told him, I was like, "Bro, I was just standing here." Um, uh, not too long ago, like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, damn, for real? And after that, he was like, bro, like, whatever you need, man, like, just, I was like, no, 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 don't make it a sympathy thing because like, yeah. I'm good now, like, bro, I'm, I'm straight. Right. But off of that, you know, it just changed my life because he was giving back. And then now, after that, I started my, I started giving back to right. the homeless. I do that in secret, like, I cook, so I made like uh, two tubs of chili. I try to make sure I get them uh, warm water. I go down there, Wow. Uh, don't be around nobody. So, yeah. So after that, um, wow. he was just a person that I seen his house and his drive, and that just changed my life. So I was like, "Fuck it, like shit. This is what we gonna do, bro. I'm with it." I and then that. after that, I ain't never looked back, man. Like, so, so to, to answer your first question about me, what would I tell myself at twenty? Uh, my twenty year old self, I would say, "Man, keep going, cause like don't give up, dirty. Like you good. You gonna be straight." Yeah, definitely. That was like the most full circle, (laughs) beautiful moment of like trusting for some people. For I think me and you, it's God. I don't know how Elise feels about this, but (laughs) God, the universe, whatever it is. Like, I'm also there's power in that spiritual person. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think I honestly like I think we are all connected so much uh, tighter than a lot of people realize. Um, So I think the power in people and obviously mentors like we said too is just so important but mm-hmm. that's a beautiful story I appreciate that it's a beautiful sure. story but you know it, it gets even crazier like cause shit 2018 hell I was so I was I was always afraid of being homeless again yeah so that was a fear that plagued me for so long yeah so I was like fuck that shit I ain't doing that shit no more that rock bottom shit ain't no easy thing mm-hmm. like you gotta be really mentally tough for that shit. You Hell know what yeah, saying? you do. Yeah. So, and I mean, then that's... having a popularity, like, I was a popular person, so having that popularity with it, that shit was made the 10 times harder. Right. So, shit, when Smeeton called me for the uh, for the gig, I had just, I was like, fuck, man, I don't know what I'm about to do, because I'm like, I was working at a place called Moda. I was working at 9 to 5, um, so I was really bouncing back from a bad breakup that I was just going through, so I'm bouncing right back, so... The same thing that plagued me, if I felt like I had to re, I haven't learned a lesson in that homeless situation, so I had to revisit it again. I felt like, so yeah. then I revisited it again. It ended up happening again, like, but I wasn't homeless though. But my lights was off, lights was off, gas was off. Damn, they're about to get evicted, like, yeah. like the next day type shit. Yeah. Uh, and Smino called me. I got the call like February, uh, 2019. So I got the call. So from fucking October 
2018 all the way to February. I wasn't paying no fucking rent. So I, I don't, man, it was, wow. it was a finesse for real. Yeah. It was no finesse, <laughs> but it was like, it was just meant. So I was like, fuck it, like shit. I was going to get ready to move. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm about to, I'm packing up. Like, y'all, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. But then Smeetham called me and was like, uh, yo, uh, man, I wanted to take you on a tour with me. They didn't know what was going on. So wow. Man, uh, they know, did nobody know. So I moved in with my, I packed my shit up, put it in the stores, moved in with my grandma. And then the next, like, next month, I was the fuck out of here, bro. I was like, I bought my ticket, I was gone. Wow. So, I mean, I, like, shit like that <laughs> happens. And, like, I mean, again, I'm a spiritual person. I'm not True. trying to get on my soapbox and preach here. <laughs> but, like, come on. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? On. Like, like how does shit that happens. shit happen? And it's just like, oh, it's just mere coincidence. Oh, like, yeah. no, no, there's shit, something greater working for us. Yeah. And that shit happens to good people, too. Sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's, that's true. That's amazing. I mean. Yeah, yeah, that shit was crazy, man. But I learned a lesson in that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I overcame it, so now I ain't, I ain't homeless no more. Like I got a, I can got a crib in Charlotte. I got a crib here in Chicago. So I, I was like, if I don't wow. want to be here, I can go here. Then I'm about to move to L. A. So it's like, that's awesome. I ain't gonna never be homeless again. Fuck that. Yeah, nah. so, yeah, definitely. Real. Um. All right. So looking forward, okay. what are you most excited for in the next upcoming years? <sighs> Man, tours and being able to open up businesses again. Um. Yeah, what you know, do you? How do you want to expand dealers? As far as dealers and tech protection, um, so I'm planning on doing uh, more like corporate security and site site security stuff too. Um, but I'm, I'm branching out to to do more clients as well, like some more celebrities and more entertainers and executives. Uh, we want to get into politicians, um, so that's plan- that's how I plan on like expanding. Okay. Um, different marketing plans. I have a great business partner by the name of Alicia, like. Dope Alicia, yeah. Alicia from right here. This oh, Alicia, right here. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yep. She's in the room as well. Yep. If you're yep. listening, hey, look down, man. shout out to bro, man. So, uh, and, and like, man, they like she just basically she's helping me get to the next level, like, because I ain't used to all of this. Like, I'm like, I know how I want shit going. She's like, no, you can explain. Like, you can do this, yeah. you can do this. They're like, yeah, all right, man, fuck it. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna follow your lead, man. Yep. Tell me where I need to be. I got you. Right. Then you need people like that. Yeah, definitely. In your circle, though. You like, do. That, that really on your team, like, on your side. Yeah, exactly. for sure. Like partners, like friends that really believe in you. Like, yeah. Just like shit. Like, you know, these are like, cause they say it's so hard to like be friends with people. Like, man, fuck that. Like, my friends, all of my like female friends and male friends, they treat me the same way, like a mm-hmm. brother. Like they. Oh, I got you. I'm gonna do this, but I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like those people are hard to come by. Like, right. You grab like shit. Fuck that. Hold on. Hold on, on. Hold on oh, to them God. tight. Absolutely. Yeah, Especially, for sure. Uh, Smee's Smee, uh, uh, uh partner, Danita. Like Danita is the best. Like she, she had a she she took care of 15 motherfuckers. Like, but she was like the the mama, but younger than everybody. Aww. She was like that person that kept all our ass intact. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. No, yeah, it's people. so important to find sure. those people and keep them. Yeah. Keep them, yeah. Because they're, they're the ones that are going to help you behind the scenes. I think people right. see, like, I know what my end goal wants to be. I know this is what I envision for myself, but how the fuck do I get get there? <laughs> right. It's like, uh, you have to surround yourself with the people that know exactly how to get there, right? And are going to be willing to help you. So it's, a, it's sure. a whole process yeah. for sure. Well, I'm honestly, like, just so, so grateful. Like, this whole, the one word to sum up this whole podcast episode is just grateful. 
Um, grateful sure. to meet you. Grateful to have you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So same here. Like I appreciate y'all because I mean this is something new for me, but I mean. We here. Yeah, we here. here. In St. Louis. Right? <laughs> We're like, gonna get some toasted ravioli out of He's about to show us his city. Uh, Let's plug something. So go follow sure. at Shop Ambition. Go follow at I Am Big Tone. Sure. Um, and then of course I at this is your dot twenties. Yeah, and um, Alicia, what is your company as well? Pro Talk. Follow Pro Talk. And the Instagram is at at Pro Talk, go follow, go support. Hey, shout out DNA too. <laughs> oh God! Shout, shout out everyone. Oh, yeah, God. go ahead. Shout out who you need so, to. So, shout out to my family. You know, shout out all my friends. Zero fatigue, uh, Metro Boomin, Boominati, everybody like all of all the homies. Uh, Earth Gang, Greenville, um, shit, Shop Ambition, uh, DNA. Like it, man, shit! Shout out everybody from St. Louis, man. Yeah, literally. I love Going my up. city. Like, you know what I'm saying? I represent it everywhere we go. Like, uh, shit, I love St. Louis. So, um, and that's about it, man. With shout outs, though, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, shout out right. everybody in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, all love. Yeah. All for love. real, for real, for sure. <laughs> well, any and final then, final thoughts? Yeah. Um, as far as like. Advice, well, anything. Advice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anything, um, really. I would just say, for people that were looking to just, like, go into business for themselves, just to do things outside the normal, like, don't get into a routine. Routines are things that will lead you down a path of destruction. You're like, because you're so used to doing the same thing, same thing, same thing, you're not used to doing anything new. Yeah. So you don't have a, you don't give your brain a chance to learn something new. Always expand. Always want to, like, go above and beyond what you expected to do. Um, you know, I, I go above and beyond what's expected of me when I'm bodyguard. Uh, I make sure bro got hand sanitized. I make sure bro, this is before all this corona stuff. <laughs> uh, I made sure he had uh, alcohol. Hey, bro, I got some tea for you, dirty. Um, hey, I got that already made, so the assistant ain't got to do it for you. Yeah. Hey, man, take this shit. This is going to be good for you when you get off the off the, um, off the the um, stage. Yeah. Before you go pass out some goddamn word, <laughs> take this fucking Pedialyte. Here goes your arms, dude. Pedialyte. Like, stay oh, hydrated. Man, stay hydrated. Like, and, and bruh, just trust me, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I go above and beyond. Yeah. Do, what's, do what's unexpected of you. Like, yeah, When absolutely. I'm around people, I try to make sure that, you know, I, I give a piece of advice. But always trust God, you know, and, and trust yourself. Yeah. Like, believe in yourself. Don't doubt yourself. Love yourself. Like, when you love yourself, man, I know this is about to go out to a whole other place, no. but, Talking, but you know, it. love yourself. Like, I, I had to learn that shit. Like, when I started loving myself, I stopped being around and accepting things that wasn't meant for me. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. as far as relationships, as far as yeah. friendships, business relationships, whatever it was, like, yeah. I started loving myself. I was able to build enough courage to say, fuck, no, I don't want to do this shit. Right. Hell no, nah, I ain't going to do that shit. Nah, hell no, nah, that ain't me. Right. I, ain't, I don't want to do that. So I started loving myself more. And that that's what made me give me that courage of standing up for myself, too. Mm-hmm. You know, no one to say when, you know, no one to say no, no one to say yes, no mm-hmm. one to say, all right, bet, I got this yeah, shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love that. Um, that's the core. Loving yourself is number hell one. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. We could have a whole podcast on relationships. Hey, you know too. what I'm saying? Yeah. I see you posting all this airy shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> that's a lover, a lover right well, there. Well, and yeah, if you man. if you can't love yourself, you're you're always going to accept a type of treatment that you think is what you deserve when in reality it just doesn't serve yeah. you anymore. Yeah. That's you know? your core. Know who you are, love yourself. For sure. The yeah. rest will fall into place as it should, I'm pretty sure. Love others, and that's number three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
and fucking just be great, god damn it. Do what the fuck this is. Hell yeah. Be great, man. <laughs> love life, shit. We only get one, god damn it. Shit. Yep. I you better enjoy that. the fuck out of it because once you're gone, you're gone. That's it. Yep. <laughs> but that's what the show's about. You nailed it. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even need any more episodes. Drop the mic, Done. please. Drop the <laughs> mic right now. <laughs> don't actually drop the mic. No, don't. He's going to be like, no, but thank you so much. Big yeah. Time. So thank appreciate you. Y'all. Thanks yeah. for having me. Um, so, as always, you know, we plugged out all the social medias, but also give us a review on. Um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, it means yeah, the world to us. Check out our YouTube, run that up because we're still working on that whole YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different ball ball game. But and we love you. Follow us on Instagram, this is your dot twenties. Yep. Twitter is this is your underscore twenties. Yep. And then check out our website, this is your twenties dot com. We have everything you need there in one spot. So if you can't remember all the things that we just told you, just go there and you'll find everything you need. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. But That's all love, thank yeah. you so much, sure. and we will see you next week. Yes. Bye, uh, dirty. Bye. Bye. Bye.